0: gentlemen and the beautiful people that listen to this podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Between You and Me. It's me, Alex, and happy Valentine's Day. In the spirit of love and the spirit of everything that we love about love, we're going to be talking about love today, but maybe not in the way that you guys think. Okay, I was debating on this week's episode being something that has to do with love because... I mean, it is Valentine's Day, the day before this episode comes out, so I thought it would be pretty appropriate, right? Now, instead of me going the route of positivity (laughs) and good things about love, I thought, why not talk about the negatives of it? And that's not coming from, you know, me being pessimistic about love or anything like that. I just think that this is a important subject to talk about that I haven't actually heard many people talk about. And that might just be because I haven't seen it myself or I haven't tried to, you know, listen to this kind of conversation. But I was inspired by one singular person, and I'm so sorry that I don't remember who suggested this topic. But last week, I wanted to get a little bit of your guys' feedback on what you guys wanted to hear more of. Because right now we're halfway through the season and I want to make sure that I'm talking about things that you guys want to hear, right? That's the whole point of this. And somebody did say how to not chase love. Now, when I saw that, I was like, hmm, this is a really, really interesting subject. Something that I feel like not a lot of people talk about, right? So that's why I thought, why not? Why not talk about it? Okay, so... Rather than me talking about love and the beautiful things about it, we're gonna be talking about why you don't always need to be chasing it. And we're gonna get into that. But before that, do not forget, before we get into this, to follow the Instagram so you guys can leave me more suggestions like this one. It is at Between You and Me Podcast. And then if you wanna see the TikTok, it's at Between You and Me Pod. Okay? Also, don't forget to follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to and then rate it if you can dm me what you guys think about the season so far because i love hearing you guys's feedback whether it's constructive or just positive i like to hear anything and everything to do better for you guys so now that we've gotten that out of the way i do want to say before we get into it actually i hope you guys did have a good valentine's day um i'm pre-recording this like two weeks in advance so i have no plans <laughs> for valentine's day as of right now um But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I've never been the biggest fan of Valentine's Day just because it just feels like any other day. I think it's more special to me to celebrate with anybody that you love. You know, it doesn't need to be a romantic relationship in order for you to want to celebrate Valentine's Day. Like I've been single many, 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 many Valentine's Days and I've used it as opportunities to share love with all the people in my life, not just a romantic interest because it does feel a little bit forced. It does feel a little bit like you need to do something to show your love when I think you should be doing that every single day or trying to at least. So I think that um, connects really perfectly with what we're going to be talking about today and how the idea of love seems a little bit forced. Okay. So let me start by prefacing kind of what direction I'm going with with this topic. When I say don't chase love, I think we have to start with why, right? What is the lure of love? Why do people want to chase it? Why is it such a big topic? Why is it always talked about? And why is it such a big goal for so many people? So I think what's really attractive about love to people is this idea of being like positively reinforced by another person. It's... The idea of winning someone's affection, right? And a lot of the times, it's really a toss-up. You don't know if you're going to win this person's affection or if you're not going to when you first meet them, when you first start dating them, you know? So there's not always a guarantee of this reward of love. So in the dating game and when you meet someone or when you're searching for this love, it can be a little bit addictive, I guess, for some people. And people get addicted to the chase, the adrenaline, the dopamine, that's where serial daters come from. I'm sure you guys know at least one person in your life that can never be single. They get in a relationship, they break up, they're immediately with somebody else. You never really see this person in a time frame where they're completely by themselves, not talking to someone, not entertaining someone, not dating someone. They just don't like being alone. And that has a lot to do with I feel like, this is solely based on my opinion, I could be wrong, but I feel like it has so much to do with our culture and the way that dating is just wildly so important for some reason. It's the main theme in so many movies, the love interests, the way that love is depicted as like the thing that can solve anything in your life. Like every movie, whether it's action, horror, a comedy, a romance, like Everything has the common denominator that there is some kind of love interest that happens and for a lot of these genres, the love will cure the problem. The love fixes everything. Two people falling in love, everything works out after that, right? We also have the media and, you know, social media. So everything we see online, everything that blows up and goes viral are people in love or relationships, or celebrities dating, celebrities getting divorced, celebrities doing this, doing that, that has to do with dating or love and who people are with now. That is what gets the most clicks. That's what people want to hear about the most. And now it's interesting because it's like, why is that? Why is it that seeing relationships online in movies, seeing people fall in love is so appealing to other people therefore it also is pushed into our culture it's like you go this is an example I literally just thought of but like you go and see your family for Christmas what's the first thing your aunt asks you oh Alex do you have a boyfriend do you have a boyfriend now do you have like are you with anyone da 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 do you know what I mean like it's such a thing it's it's people want to know about your relationships they're so intrigued by it you know, dating is such a subject that is common between everybody. Like, everybody talks about it. Like, you you have work friends, right? You go, you go into a new job. This is, like, I remember this for myself. I worked at a restaurant when I was, like, 18, 19. And you don't know these people at all that you start working with. They're all around your age, whatever. And the only common subject you talk about is dating. Do you have a boyfriend? Are you talking to anyone? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? That is a subject that... All of us collectively in our society can relate to. So it becomes such a big topic and a big subject that it almost in some way shape or form controls a lot of us in a weird way. And what I mean by that is that it becomes a goal for a lot of people regardless of if they realize it or not is actually something that they need or want in their lives. It's just a norm at a certain point, right? So it's kind of difficult for me to explain this. So I hope you guys are like catching on to what I mean about this and how it's such a like present topic in our society, the idea of dating and relationships and love, that it feels like so many people think based off of this that it is so important in your life and that it should be a top priority and a top goal all the time. What I think is that it really is just a game, the dating game, the love game, that we're all just taught based on all this, on our society, our culture, what we see in the media, that we are taught to want it, right? So for example, another example I'm gonna think of, you chase, this chase of a relationship and of dating starts when you're very young, right? In my life, When I was younger, this is like middle school, at a certain point, everybody starts talking about their crushes. It is the most important thing. You go to school. Who is your crush? Who do you like? You know, little relationships start at that time. Even if they have no substance, they have no purpose, but people are craving and chasing that adrenaline, that idea, and that dopamine that you get from having a crush on someone. And we're too young to even sustain a healthy, normal, and, like, balanced relationship. First of all, we don't even know what that looks like when you're 12 years old, 13, 14. All we know is that you get to hold someone's hand, you get to kiss someone, you have a cute boyfriend, you you get to talk to them and hang out with them. It's solely based off what you see and the things that I mentioned in terms of the culture, media, and we see things that we are supposed to want all the time. So before relationships are even real... You're in this middle school, early high school stages. And when you're single, it's seen almost as a lack. It's seen as something like, oh, you don't have a boyfriend? You don't have anyone you're talking to? You don't have anyone who likes you? Okay. Mm, You must be bored. You must not be happy. You must not have anything exciting going on in your life. So people, based off of that, are continuously striving to find that love, chasing people who, for the most part, won't really give you the time of day, or people that don't treat you right, all because we are wired to chase love. As a society, as a whole, we are wired to chase love. It's very interesting when you think about it this way. When I was thinking about this concept and, like, questioning the question itself that somebody asked me, it's like I came down to these little conclusions about it based off my own experience, based off my friends around me, based off just people I know in general that follow this way that was somehow brought about i don't know how this started but we are all simply wired to chase love for some reason shape or form and i don't think people realize it until you realize that love isn't all that and i'm not saying love doesn't exist or love is i don't know how to say this a nice way love is you know not what it chalks up to be or whatever the fucking term is But what I'm saying is love is not what you see in the movies. It's not what you look at through someone's Snapchat story, Instagram story. It's a lot more than that. It's a lot more serious than that. And it takes up a lot more of your time, your energy. And it requires a lot of you to be in love, to be in a relationship, to be healthy and blah, 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 right? So I think the idea of love is a little skewed and that's why so many people want it and chase it. And I don't think that that idea of chasing love goes away until you've experienced it and realize that you need to work on yourself. You need to be the best version of you and you need to give love basically everything you've got in order for it to work out. And then that's when people take a step back for the most part, right? What I think is that once you've experienced that and you realize what it takes and you're self-aware enough, let's put that one into um, account too because some people just, like I said, serial daters go from relationship to relationship, don't really learn from the previous one and then keep going and then keep ending up in the same scenarios. But when you learn and you reflect on a relationship and you realize what it takes and you understand that love is harder, it's still amazing, beautiful, all the good things. But harder than you might expect, that's when you realize you don't need to be chasing love, okay? But we're not quite there yet. I'm still going to talk about why. Why do people chase love? Other than the things that I mentioned already, which is that we're taught to do it and it's what we see and what brings happiness, also on a more like personal level, love gives you the feel-good hormones. People can be very addicted to this. You're addicted to the chase. You're addicted to getting those good hormones. You're addicted to people that validate you, validate your self-worth. Being in love and being with somebody who compliments you all the time, gives you affection, gives you reassurance, it helps you feel more secure in yourself. It also shows to yourself and to others, someone wants you. It's proof that you're worthy of love. And to a lot of people, it makes you feel better, right? It makes you feel better about yourself, better about your image. And love can like heal a lot of little things inside of you that you might not be so confident because you're like, damn, okay, I'm worthy of somebody giving me this love and giving me this attention. So I must not be that bad after all. So people are really addicted to that feeling that sometimes when it's gone, there goes your self-worth, there goes your confidence, there goes these things that that person was able to make you feel. That's why it's very, very important to already feel these things about yourself and to work towards that, which is, we're going to get into that way later on, but these are reasons that people are so drawn into the dating game, into finding somebody that can give them that. People are just addicted to the chase sometimes as well because they're simply just not ready to settle down now that's the type of person who is continuously in situationships and doesn't actually end up in a relationship of any sort with these people because they want that dopamine and they want those feel-good chemicals they want to feel good about themselves but they don't want what comes with a relationship the negative parts the work the energy that goes into it so they want their cake and they want to eat it too Okay, so these are all things about the dating game, finding somebody that keeps you hooked and keeps you wanting more and more and more all the time. You get rid of one person, you find another. They're not good enough. They don't like you that much. You get rid of them, you find another. And you're never really given a chance to be on your own, to learn from these experiences or to really reflect and be comfortable and enjoy being alone because guess what everybody else around you is doing? They're on dating apps, they're building a roster, they're finding more people, they're talking to people, they love the attention they're getting, they, it feeds you. You don't realize it, but it really does. And you might not think that, that validation that you're getting, the affection that you're getting from someone, you might not think it's doing that much to you, but it is because it's an addiction. Now hear me out. I know a lot of people might be listening to this and might be thinking, Alex, why are you attacking me? Why are you attacking my character? This is who I am. I like being on dating apps. I like being, you know, talking to multiple people. I like getting these attention from guys. It's not that deep, you know? It doesn't affect me that much. I just like doing it. I like doing this. I like doing that. Blah, blah, blah. Now I understand. I get it. You know, like I said, everybody's doing this. It's not uncommon for people to be on dating apps, for people to be talking to a bunch of people. For people to be chasing this dating lifestyle and finding love somehow, someplace, right? But I think everybody needs to take a step back. If this is resonating a little too hard for you, take a step back. I'm putting awareness to the situation because I feel like, like I said at the beginning, it's such an interesting topic I don't think people talk about enough. Because it's so normalized to be chasing dating, to be chasing love. And this is why I think you shouldn't do this. Now, because our society is obsessed with love and romantic relationships, sometimes it can come at the expense. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. obsessed with the chase of love that you forget to chase your own joy. It becomes a distraction a lot of the times, or it's used as a distraction to forget about whatever else is going on in your life. Because like I said, you're getting those happy chemicals, you're getting the good, joyous moments with these per- with this person, so it's really, it's making you feel good. And a lot of people use it as a blanket to cover up maybe pain that they experienced in the past in relationships or issues going on in their life right now. And they use this other person that they meet or these multiple people that they're talking to as a way to just feel a little bit happier and a little bit, you know, more wanted and valued in order to forget about the negatives in their lives. The same way that it's used as a distraction, like I said, it becomes a distraction. Sometimes subconsciously you miss out on chances and opportunities for growth and transformation within yourself because you're so busy chasing relationships one after the other or situationships whatever it is right that you forget that this time period that you're alone or could be alone and not looking and chasing for a relationship of any kind you have the opportunity during that time frame to build yourself, to reflect on the past, to know in the future what you want more of and less of. So you're given the opportunity during this time that you're single and that you're not, you know, entertaining nobody, talking to nobody. You're given the opportunity to build a better future for yourself. But a lot of the times people get too swept up in the chase of love that they don't even use that chance as an opportunity to know what you want better for the future. So then you end up in a cycle of the same type of people over and over and over again. Another reason I would say you shouldn't do this is because when you are chasing this idea of a human being to give you all these good things and fall in love with and, you know, this is your one and only goal in your brain right now, this idea and this chase can lead you to the wrong person. If you're continuously looking, searching for someone that would be able to love you like that and that you would be able to love. Sometimes your standards aren't high enough. Your expectations are too low because your only goal is to be loved. That's all you want. And a lot of the times when it's maybe your first time being loved by someone or loving someone, you don't really know what you need, what your needs are, what you want out of love. So you'll take the bare minimum. And then in these situations, you're continuously getting hurt and Because you're so happy to have this love in your life, you rationalize it and you excuse the things that this person does to you that you might not think are the greatest. This person's actions, right? Because you simply want someone to love in your life. And right now you have it. So the negatives that come with it, you're willing to, you know, push them aside and just focus on the idea that, wow, this person loves me and I love them and this is the goal and now I have it. So everything else doesn't matter. When in reality, this is not a good mindset at all. This is not a good mindset. Do not think like this. Because I promise you, hand on my heart, you will be loved and be able to love more people in your life. You will have that opportunity again and it will feel just as good, if not better. So don't think... That just because this was your goal and you attained that goal and you found this person and you love this person and they love you, that the negatives don't mean anything because they do and it means that this person is not giving you what you want. Your expectations are a little too low and you know deep down, I know you guys know, that that's not the idea of love that you had in your mind when you got into it, okay? Another big, 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 big thing. You don't need love right now, in this point in your life. I know we're taught in every way, shape, or form, like I mentioned before, that love is the goal. Love makes your life better. Love does this to you. Love does that to you. But you need to be content, happy, and willing to put everything into a relationship before you go on this search or this hunt for love. And a lot of the times... You don't even need to search or hunt and we're gonna get into that but I want to tell you guys how to not chase for love now I want a lot of you guys to reflect on this like I said if this is resonating with you and you guys are feeling any form of like oh I do that or oh, that one kind of sounds like me then I want you guys to think about this what's your true motive for love what is the reason that you think In your heart right now and maybe not even love maybe just dating someone maybe a relationship okay what is your need and want to be on these dating apps to be trying to be set up on dates to be meeting these men out in public men or women whatever it is and what is the reason that you want someone else in your life right now now think about this seriously put your ego aside are you chasing dopamine Are you following what everybody else is doing? Are you filling some kind of void? Are you wanting to validate your own self-worth? Or are you chasing some kind of happiness that you think you'll find in someone else? Okay? Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't want love in your life. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I, I want you guys to want it for the right reasons. A lot of the times, patience and not forcing a situation, and being content on your own are all so much more valuable and helpful skills to have before anybody else comes into your life, okay? So this goes back to building yourself up as a human being and taking your chance while you're by yourself, while you're single, to build yourself up and be the best person you can be in order to give yourself and your energy to another person while you build yourself up and you work on yourself and you spend more time healing you spending time with other people that you love your family your friends and all these things you are allowing yourself to be a better version of yourself therefore when and if someone comes along you will know what kind of person you want in your life you want someone that matches you you want someone that gives as much as you do you want someone that has as much good qualities as you do, someone to add to your life and for you to add to their lives, okay? So in terms of building yourself up, you also have to recognize any kind of pattern that you yourself deal with. Like I said, why are you chasing love? What's your motive? For what reason? And do you need it right now? Ask yourself, do you need Another person in your life right now. While you're on your own as well, you get to question and ask yourself what you may be doing wrong, what you think is leading you into bad situations. Let's say you keep dealing with the same shitty kind of dude. They all seem very, very similar. They all have the same communication problems. They all run away from problems, don't want to deal with them with you. They all are non-committal, things like that. So, I'm not saying this is your fault whatsoever that these people are the way that they are, but it can be subconscious on your part of why you keep being attracted to the same kinds of people and why you keep allowing the same kind of people into your energy and into your life. Now, the moral of the story here is to focus on you. And I talk about this all the time and I'm sure this is something that you guys have heard multiple times. To focus on you and it can be really repetitive and really annoying to hear because trust me I know I've had my phase of like having to hear that over and over and over again but coming from me you should stand by that statement because giving yourself the opportunity to focus on yourself and attempt to make yourself the best version of you you'll realize that when love comes around You'll be able to give and receive the right kind of love. And the only way to know how to do this is for you to do it to yourself. You're only going to learn how to trust when you trust yourself. You're only going to know how to give affection if you give it to yourself. You're only going to know these things when you train yourself and show yourself what you deserve by doing things for yourself, chasing your own goals, doing things to make yourself healthier, doing things to, you know, broaden your mind, become more knowledgeable, things like this. All these different ways and forms of working on yourself are building yourself up to be the best, best, best version of you at your time point. And I also strongly believe That the right person for you in this point in time will come to you when you least expect it. Another thing that I think a lot of you guys have probably heard multiple times and it's like, blah, 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 blah. Everybody says it comes when you least expect it. Comes when you least expect it. Bitch, it does. It really does. From my experience, when you're searching for it versus when something comes when you least expect it, you tell the difference between these two things. When you're searching for it, you're willing to take whatever you get. When it comes when you least expect it, you're not going to take just anything because you're content on your own. You're happy on your own. You're not willing to just take whatever scraps you see. This person's giving you the bare minimum and you're like, oh my God, yes, I love it. Come, come, come. Chances are that person's going to make your life worse. They're not adding to it, okay? They're actually taking from you to make their lives better but when you don't expect this person to pop up into your life and they do and all of a sudden they're making your life happier and all of a sudden you're getting more excited and you're they're surprising you and you feel like wow i've never experienced this before this is what i've wanted this is you know the type of person that in my head i've told myself you know i want this and i want this and i want this but so far no one has come to me with that type of energy yet so I'm gonna be cool on my own until someone does and then bam there's that person when you're not looking for them because when you're not searching you're not in that lack mindset you're not like damn I really want this I really need this right now you don't need it people talk about love being the end-all be-all of life so, that want and that chase and that need and being wired for love starts when you're at such a young age. Because what do you see? You see parents, you see couples, you see everything that shows that love exists, right? But what they don't teach you for some reason in movies, in our culture, in the media is that love is everywhere if you're looking for it. Love is in your friendships. Love is in your relationships with your family. Love is in your pets. Love is in the little things that you like doing. Love is in yourself. Love is in your everyday, day-to-day life. If you take a chance to step back and see it for what it is, it's everywhere. So instead of love being the goal for all of you, once again, I'm talking generally. I'm not saying all of you guys think this way. It's also not a negative thing if you think this way because I think we are built to think this way. So it's not our faults, but it is our responsibility to change the way that we think. Then I think rather than thinking that way, it's important to think, you know, let my goal be being able to see more love in my day-to-day life, being able to notice more love between other people, even if I'm not a part of it. I remember really specifically one time a good example was when I was about one month into my breakup. This was like 2021. And I went and spent the weekend with one of my friends. This is fresh heartbreak, Alex. This is like very sad, Alex. And I spent the weekend with my friend who at the same time, her boyfriend came up to visit her at her apartment. So it was me, her, and her boyfriend kind of just hanging out at her apartment. We went out, went shopping, blah, blah, blah. And it was very, very, very hard for me to be around two people that were in love and to be surrounded by love but knowing I don't have it or I didn't have it anymore but I remember talking to one of my friends about it Margot actually and I was just like this is really hard for me I didn't realize how it would be so difficult for me to be around somebody in love and in a relationship while I just lost that and I don't have that anymore and she told me you need to change your mindset Because someone else's love shouldn't take away from you. When you change your mindset and think, wow, it's beautiful. It's beautiful that they get to experience that and they have so much love for each other because one day I'm going to find that again. I'm in no rush. I'm happy being by myself because I get to see the love in other people. And that to me is enough. When you open your eyes, widen your perspective, and see that love is all around you, even if it's not directly coming to you, you can feel it when you notice it in your day-to-day life. I hope that was a good example, but what I'm trying to say is that the goal and the take home from this whole talk and spiel that I gave you guys is that you don't need to be chasing love. A lot of the times it's a big facade And I think that this is why a lot of relationships end really badly and a lot of people end up being very hurt and come out of relationships with a lot of issues because relationships turn very toxic is because people jump towards the idea of love and chase the idea of love and want this so badly because it's what they're taught, but they haven't taken a chance to step back and ask why they want it, for what reason they want it, and if they're ready for it right now. I think if people really step back and thought about these three questions, that a lot of people would step back and be like, okay, maybe I don't need it right now. Maybe right now it's a chance to just give myself all the love that I can, so that I'm able to fill my cup more and give love to other people. I really think that that would save a lot of time and energy for people. Now, I also want you guys to consider the amount of times I said, this is not everybody. This Not everybody has this mindset. A lot of people have potentially had this mindset at a certain point in their lives and then grown out of it because they become a little bit more self-aware. Touching back to my last episode of growth, growth and reflecting on yourself allows you, I think for the most part, in my experience, to grow out of this mindset of that you need love. Because I know for a fact from my middle school, high school years, Up until probably my first relationship, that was my mindset for so, so long. So I think that's why this episode resonates so much to me because I can talk about it on such a personal level and know that a lot of the points I made are the truth for me. And for the most part, I'm assuming are the truth for a lot of other people. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. This is definitely one to take home and think about for a little bit because I want the best for all of you guys and yeah, happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed Valentine's Day. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I love you guys. Follow me on all the platforms I mentioned before. Give this podcast a rating. This has been a really good talk. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. By the way, next week we're taking a season break because this is the fifth episode, so it'll be two weeks until episode six comes out. Until then, I wish you guys a very, very amazing Day, life, vibe, and I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye! Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince.